Hello everyone, welcome to my show, Curry Up Startup Podcast, a podcast aimed at celebrating Asian entrepreneurs and bringing to limelight their startup stories or innovative ideas. This is your host, Priyanka Komla. Artificial intelligence is likely to be the best or worst thing to happen to humanity. This is a famous quote from our scientist, Stephen Hawking. In this first episode, we're going to talk about artificial intelligence, AI. If you look at today's world, AI has literally invaded every aspect of our life. Be it our smartphones, the ride-sharing apps, you name it, you've got it. In my first episode, I have my very special guest, Swati Young. Swati focuses on the intersection of AI and humanities and is an advocate for diversity in AI. A successful entrepreneur and a great mom, I could look no further than Swati to start our first episode of Curry Up Startup Podcast. Swati is the founder and CEO of TechNot Solutions. She also leads a DC meetup group, which has 2,000 plus community members named DC Emerging Technologies and a DC ambassador for women in AI. Swati, welcome to my show. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you for having me, Priyanka. I am thrilled that you have launched this podcast uh, to bring stories to the Asian community. So thanks again. Thank you, Swati. So the podcast aims at sharing the personal journeys of Asian entrepreneurs, bringing them to limelight, and connecting with their stories, which will serve as an inspiration for the community and beyond. So Swati, I know you do a lot of work in AI. Tell our audience a little bit about your journey so far. When you look back, how did it all start? No, great question. So I started off like any good Indian studious uh, girl um, by going to engineering college in India. And then immediately I got a job through my campus And my dad actually told me to do master's in the United States, and he was willing to sponsor me. But I was so enthusiastic as a 21-year-old to make my own money and go partying, actually. So I refused to do the master's, even though my dad promised to sponsor it. Um, And I've since then never regretted, because what I do is, despite not doing my master's. I'm, I believe in self-learning and learning constantly. So my first job was a software engineer at a company called Bond, which was a Netherlands-based uh, Dutch company that no longer exists. Uh, but that actually was a stepping stone for me to become a software developer at Oracle. And I know you're too young, but in the 2000s, Oracle was the Google of the day. So... Um, I was a software engineer and I was very heads down writing code. And some part of me wondered, where is this code being used? Because I know that Oracle was used by companies in the U.S. and Europe. Um, So I was very curious to know the business aspects of the software itself more than coding. So I wanted to um, go and experience how business users are using the software. So that made me become a consultant in implementing Oracle solutions. So which took me to Belgium and some projects in the United States. And since then I've moved to the U S 
um, to work exclusively in the United States. And the journey as a consultant and then brought me to various organizations a couple of years ago, about 10 years ago, where I progressed rapidly into a leadership role as directors of engineering, leading large engineering teams. And since then moved to the DC area where I held the position of senior director at Amtrak, uh, leading over 100 engineers. So, and then the entrepreneurship bug bit me very hard that brought me to launching my own company and my interest in data science as it was a budding technology led me to lead a company in artificial intelligence, data science and machine learning space. That's in a nutshell um, as to how my journey meandered to where I am today. Of course, there are a lot of ups and downs along this way, but this is the path that has worked for me so far. That's an incredible story, Swati. It's so heartening to realize your dad has been so supportive. How does he feel uh, now that you've been successful in your own way? I think as parents, they always want us to be secure. So frankly, they were a little bit shocked when I announced I was quitting my high-paying executive job and starting my own company from scratch, especially coming from a family where there are no entrepreneurs practically. Most, my sister is a doctor, my dad was an engineer. So it's something really new that shocked everybody in the family, but they were supportive ultimately because I seemed to know what I was doing. But the truth is I'm still learning how to be an entrepreneur right now. Well, it's amazing you brought up a great point, Swati. There are always stereotypes associated with our Asian culture. You're expected to be a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer, and anything beyond that is always seen as not a stable job and you know how it affects the, the prestige of the family and the society as well. Uh, and it's always hard as entrepreneurs. We don't really have role models within our families sometimes. Overcoming all of these, I'm glad you've created a niche for yourself. Yes. Yes, and I think sometimes what we have to realize more so as women is that it's okay to do what you want to do as long as you reach out for support. And I'm guilty of that. I don't reach out for help as often as I should. But I think if you are ambitious, if you have a dream, or if you want to take the less trodden path, it's so important that you have to learn from as many avenues as possible because you, your family might not give you that experience of entrepreneurship. I completely understand that aspect of it. Tell me a little bit more about Technonaut Solutions, for which you're the, the CEO, as well as your meetup group. DC Emerging Technologies, which has a which has around two thousand plus community members. Absolutely. So, Technot Solutions um, was born out of the need for me to be an entrepreneur. First of all, and when I started it, I registered it in twenty fifteen as a company, but actually started working on active projects around twenty sixteen and later. Uh, but essentially, right now, what we are is we provide machine learning solutions in the world of artificial intelligence to uh, various organizations 
to solve business problems and especially focused on two industry verticals, healthcare and financial services. So when I started the company, I didn't start off with being an AI company. I started off with a focus on mobile app and mobile data um, consulting and strategy company. But soon within one year, I saw my interest in data science. I was doing online courses of, on Coursera and Udacity. And it was so fascinating what you could do with all this data and how you can develop insights and help organizations to solve business problems. So I quickly pivoted my organization in that direction early last year. And since then, we have been helping um, the industries that I've mentioned in this space. And one of my personal focus areas is how to make ethical design of artificial intelligence, how to you how to make it as humane as possible, how to avoid data bias in data sets, and how to make sure we are ensuring the privacy of people is protected. These are all very, very important in the world of artificial intelligence because unlike traditional software, uh, machine learning models actually learn continuously from vast quantities of data. So um, these... uh, aspects that I just mentioned becomes very, very important in the world of AI. Um, So that's in a nutshell what I do with my companies um, and the organizations that I work for. Thanks, Swati, for sharing that information. And as you mentioned rightly, AI gets better by learning every day. So what are some of the challenges that you see as AI shapes up so rapidly Yes, and, and I think some of these challenges um, goes back to the data points that I was just mentioning. Number one, I would say, is data bias, right? As humans, we have inherent bias. And in fact, research shows there are 180 different uh, types of human biases. So it's either inadvertently or because we don't have diverse teams, the bias seeps into these machine learning models. And we have a couple of examples that have gone wrong recently. There was facial recognition technologies that was used by New Zealand border security people that did not recognize a Chinese man saying his eyes were too closed. Or there was facial recognition technology that did not recognize dark-skinned people. There's another case of a recruitment tool that was actually used by Amazon that was biased against women because there wasn't historical data that supported women progressing quickly in the organizations and Amazon had to bring down the tool rapidly. So data bias is so crucial and really important topic to focus on. And like Fifi Lee, the head of Stanford's AI Now organization says, in the world of AI, if you don't have diverse teams, you will build bias systems. So that's the number one challenge. Number two, I want to say is data privacy. We all know that last year we came about the Cambridge Analytica incident, which used data from Facebook to actually change the outcome of 2016 elections, which is like so important to say to the entire world what you can do with data by manipulating it. 
The third one I want to emphasize is the ethical design of AI applications. So we have heard that Google employees did a walkout when Google was engaged in building autonomous weapons for the Department of Defense. Then there are other algorithms that can sense uh, what you like and dislike that actually is being used in China, like what is called your social credit to actually impose some restrictions on you. So there are so many examples of the ethical implications of AI applications people are building. And there is not one hard set of law or regulation that says this is how you can use and this is not. So those are the three main challenges that everybody uh, who is a technologist and not are working on as we are speaking today. Yes, Swati, I, I agree with you on, you know, the, the challenges that exist in AI, be it the bias aspect, the privacy aspect. Now, having talked a lot about AI and the wonderful work that you do, walk us through your personal aspects, things that you can share with our listeners. What does a typical day look like? I know you've, you have a lot of things that you're balancing, apart from being a mom as well. Uh-huh. How does your day look like? And is there a morning ritual that you start with to to get you going? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. Since I'm a mom of a three-year-old, like, you know, there are a lot of things um, I have to balance every day. I don't believe in a morning ritual per se, but usually I'm a morning person. And one of the things that I try to do is before my baby wakes up, I want to get some work, uninterrupted work in. So I try to tackle the hardest thing, task of the day, whatever it is to get it out of the way before I start running along with my kid and dropping him to preschool and things like that. So that's been working for me really well. I've, I am an early riser and get some of the uninterrupted work done uh, before I get into the hustle of everyday life. So as one of the interesting things that I have observed when I moved from corporate job into being an entrepreneur is you feel like this vast amount of time is in front of you because in corporate jobs, you have so many one meeting after another that you're running or avoiding, but your whole calendar is filled with invitations to meetings. But when you're an entrepreneur, nobody does that. You're your own master. So One of the things I quickly learned is in order to maximize my time, I need to make sure I have things planned out. So as an entrepreneur, the different things I do is business development, obviously to get new business. What do I do? Some of the activity involves marketing. Some of those activities involve social media. Some of those activities involve attending events or sometimes even outreach, reaching out to folks to partner on proposals and things like that. Um, So a huge chunk is is the business development. But like I mentioned, as an entrepreneur, you all have this wide window of time. I made sure I have everything on my calendar. So I have my meetings on my calendar that I set up to meet other entrepreneurs or to attend events or to meet potential clients. If I'm doing a chunk of social media outreach, I have that on my calendar. Um, so, so my days would be divided into uh, doing business development. Then I have existing clients. So 
right now, since I'm still in the startup mode, I do some work personally for my clients along with my team. So there are at least 15 to 20 hours per week that I do billable work. So I would be at the client site a couple of uh, times a week, which obviously is scheduled time. Um, and the rest is a lot of business development that I have in calendar, meeting people for coffee and lunches, uh, mostly an evening is reserved at least once a week to attend an event that is mostly in the area of artificial intelligence. And while I'm doing all this, I'm balancing, dropping off my kid at daycare, picking him up in the evening, preparing healthy meals for him every day. And I must say, I have a very supportive husband who totally supports me in my journey and my ambition as an entrepreneur and uh, willingly lends his hand uh, to look after the baby or to do whatever other uh, family work is essential as well. So that's how my typical days are. Um, of course, when you have this, your own business, one of the things I quickly realized is make use of as much time you can get whenever you can get. So mostly if my son falls asleep by 8.30, I work between 8.30 to 10 every night. Um, and weekends, I pull in some hours as well. So in the initial phases, especially since I don't have a large team to do all the aspects, I do have a small team um, in my company, but it's so important to maximize your time. And somebody recently was asking me, but how do you manage the balance? It's, I think one of the things I quickly realized is I cannot binge watch Netflix or the Stranger Things and all, everything else can have to wait maybe in the weekend where I can watch a couple of hours sometimes, not even a couple of hours. So there are some sacrifices you have to make as an entrepreneur, but I don't, if you're passionate about it, which I am, I don't feel it as sacrifice that I'm working every night uh, before I hit the bed. And another thing I do, I've always been a voracious reader since I was like less than five years old. So reading is always there after, after my day ends with the official either in official capacity or with my child, I'm always reading one book or another. Right now I'm reading uh, the biography of Michelle Obama, Becoming, which is very inspirational. That's fantastic, Swati. I'm so glad you do a lot of things and do it in a happy way because a lot of times we have a checklist of things that we have to do and we look at raising towards it to put a checkbox uh, next to it. But I'm so glad you're doing it in a most... Uh, gracious way thank you for sharing those aspects of your life with us and i'm so glad you have a supportive family you know as working women ambitious women we all need the support of family and friends who could uh, you know really step in to help us drive towards our own goals as well right and i'm so glad you're doing it so well well i do have my uh, hiccups once in a while yeah, but surpassing all of them and still leading a, a happy life is what we all need at the end of the day. Well, with that being said, let's move on to a section uh, which is called the rapid fire. Uh, so Swati, are you ready for it? Yes, bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> so here's how it's going to work. I'll, I'll say a word or a sentence and tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear that. Sure. All right. And... It's rapid fire. So as you know, uh, as an AI person, you know, do it as fast as you can. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. And the first uh, one is AI, artificial intelligence. Humanity. How do you rate your life as an entrepreneur out of five? Mm, at 2.5. I know you're way better than that, but it's a humble brag is what I would say. Uh, somebody who inspires you? Uh, Indra Noe. Well, she's my favorite as well. A favorite book of yours? Gone with the Wind. Work-life integration. It's all a balancing act. That was your rapid fire. I'm glad you did very well, Swati. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Before I let you go, one thing that I want to make sure our viewers get a, a sneak peek into is, how would you describe yourself in a word or two in your native language? So my native language is Telugu which is an, obviously we all know coming from India, it's a South Indian language. Alleripilla, um, which means naughty girl, is a phrase a lot of my friends have used in the past. But I think it sort of is apt for what I am in, in the sense I do a lot of things. I keep running around like a chicken with a head cut. But these are things that um, that bring joy to me and those around me. So I enjoy cooking. I think apart from my work, I spend anywhere close to 10 to 12 hours a week cooking multiple dishes um, and doing all the things that I like to do, whether it's finger painting with my kid um, or running around in circles with him or just uh, reading, writing. Nowadays, I do videos. Um, so I think that sort of captures the essence of what I am. Well, if you're lucky to be Swati's friend, like I am, Alluripilla is the right word that describes you, Swati. You've been such an amazing person to know. And for the last couple of years that uh, we've known each other, you've always been a source of inspiration. Whenever I you know, speak with Swati, the moment I step out of the, a chat with her, I always feel refreshed and I feel like I need to go and achieve greater things in life so that's the Alarupilla Swati for you guys uh, Swati any parting words to our audience I feel like if you want to do something go do it there you go guys that was the Alarupilla Swati for you and as she rightly said just do it and things will fall into place until next time this is your host Priyanka Komla signing off <laughs>